This podcast replay, it's brought to you by Nature B. Hey, it's Big O in a virus-filled world. Boost your immune system the way I have for 20 years. Two capsules a day, sustained energy all day long. Order at naturebee.com and use my code Big O for free shipping. Naturebee.com. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Let's bring him aboard the Miami Dolphins quarterback, Skyler Thompson. Kind enough to join us now on the program. Bring him aboard. There we go. Skyler, how you doing, my man? You doing good? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Hey, man. It's my pleasure uh, bringing you on and having some fun. So how, how is your offseason so far? It's been so good. It's been so good. Um, definitely a different uh, – a different a different life than I'm used to of having some free time for the first time in a long time. Um, but it's been really good. It's been really enjoyable to get away for a little bit. Um, you know, kind of go travel a little bit, see my friend, see some cool areas. Um, you know, take some time off. I really I really needed that. So um, it, it's it's been enjoyable. I've been having a good time. And by the way, Skyler is going to have an event. Uh, it's uh, Skylar Thompson. You can a night with Skylar Thompson, benefiting the Thompson Family Fund for Cancer Research at the Johnson Cancer Center, and this is going to be in Manhattan, Kansas. So for our listeners there in the Midwest, it'll be at Goolsby at twelve twelve Bluemont Avenue, Suite one thirty in Manhattan, Kansas. It'll be this Saturday, March fourth, from six to eight p.m. So get on out there, and you can find out more. A night with Skylar Thompson, and uh, you can uh, check it out. And uh, Skylar, so let me ask you something. You know how imperfect the world was last year, okay? Because to me, you know, there's like this, there's these people questioning the Dolphins season and how good are they and all this kind of crap. And to me, it was just a whole bunch about bad luck for you guys. Mm-hmm. I think if you all were healthy – I, look how injury riddled you were, and you could have won that game against the Bills in the playoffs. So I, I don't know how you view it, but to me, it was one of those imperfect seasons that anything and everything that could go wrong went wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do you view it that way? Because I think you guys are a hell of a team when healthy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we definitely got the what do they call the Murphy's Law? Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, it did feel like we just had an unfortunate injury or, you know, it was just one thing after the another um, that just made it challenging for us. Um, you know, but I think all things considering that, you know, obviously like we didn't, the expectations that we had on the season um, and probably that everybody did, it didn't, you know, quite plan out that way, but I still think there's a lot of a lot of things to, to hang our hat on and to build on uh, moving forward. And, you know, that that's, that's part of football, though. You know, injuries are part of the game. And, you know, people have to step up uh, when their numbers are called. And, you know, I felt like people people did that. And we put ourselves in a position to, to make the playoffs um, and have a chance to, to beat the Bills, you know. Um, like you said, I think that was the, a really frustrating – and tough loss because we felt like we should have won that game, um, but we didn't. Um, but it's all about what you what you learn from those experiences and how 
you use those experiences moving forward to benefit you and benefit us as a team moving forward in an organization. And I think it was beneficial for us to experience that hurt, experience that frustration, um, as long as we use it in the right way, which I, I truly 100% believe we got the right coaches. We got, we got everything. We got everything you can ask for. It's just about coming together and, and to keep working, keep trusting the process and um, using that, that ending to the season last year as motivation going into this next year. I agree with you a thousand percent on that. And, and, and listen, the imperfect world was the, was the positive for you because mm -hmm. in a way, you know, in a perfect world, the seventh round pick third string quarterback does not even see the field. Okay. Mm -hmm. After preseason, which you had a phenomenal preseason in a perfect world, you don't see it. The imperfect world put Skylar Thompson on the field a whole bunch. And that was a blessing for you now because, you know, you talk about this new offseason for you and having time, man, you are blessed because now you're going into next season with experience under your belt. And to mm -hmm. me, dude, that's that's a huge blessing, Skylar. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I, I touched on it after the Bills game. Um you know, I feel like I've always had a great perspective on things. Um, and even in the midst of some tough times, tough feelings, whatever the, the, the case may be, I've, I've always been able to see through that and see the, the blessings, see the positive things. And, you know, I was completely aware, you know, being a seventh round pick, you know, a lot of people didn't. So, I mean, coming out of the draft was saying I was going to be very lucky just to make the practice squad, you know. And yeah. here, here I was, I started three games. I played in six or seven games um, and, and started a, a playoff game versus a team that was preseason projected to win the Super Bowl, you know? Um, and, you know, I, that's always, like, I've always believed that I can do those things. Um, but, you know, I, like you said, I was in a position where it was gonna take, you know, something happening for me to get those opportunities and obviously that's never what you want um, as a teammate is to see the, a person get hurt um, for you to get those opportunities. But it, like I said earlier, it's, it's just part of the game. And in my position and my role, uh, it was my job to, to be ready whenever my number was called, you know. And I truly believe that every experience that I got to experience last year was so beneficial to me. And I mean, you really, you really named the situation I experienced it last year as a rookie and yeah. um, you know, there's so many blessings to take from that. You know, I didn't take anything for granted. Um, I understand, you know, there, there's guys in this league that, that especially at the quarterback position play tend to however many years and don't get that opportunity to, to start a playoff game, you know, and for me to get that opportunity as a rookie, uh, I was, I was very fortunate and very blessed. Um, and it definitely has me excited going into year two, knowing what to expect, knowing what everything's going to look like, having my second year in this system, um, you know, to where it's not all brand new to me. I think that's really going to help me moving forward. Is that what they talk about when the process slows down for you? Is that what they say that as you get more experience, and I'm sure that's anything in life. I don't care if you're an electrician. I don't care if you're a football player. I don't care if you're a policeman. As you experience things and you get to do them over again, your mind all of a sudden takes over instead of that 
that that uh, that paranoia, that excitement, that you're you're trying to attack something, it kind of slows down for you. How 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 do you get to that point? Yeah, just like you said, ex- ex- experience is everything, and the more that you experience something, just the uh, the natural natural confidence and thought process like all of that just kicks in even more to where the game slows down and you can't you can't simulate game reps you know and especially i mean a wild card game on the road in buffalo one of the toughest places to play the way i look at it like i mean it's not going to get much harder than that you know and that gives me a lot of confidence moving forward of, of just knowing knowing what that feeling's like knowing knowing what everything is what it takes to, to be prepared what it takes to to be a starter in the nfl you know and that was a process for me all last year that i was just trying to i was trying to learn you know and i would take notes on what tua did i would take notes on what teddy did and you know that helped me but I also needed to find like what what clicks for me, what makes me feel prepared, what makes me feel ready. And I really truly felt like by the end of the season, like I was able to find a process and a routine that I felt like really suited me to where when game day came, I was ready and I was confident. And you know, at this position at the quarterback position, that's the that's the most important thing is is being prepared and being confident. And a lot of that is built up through your preparation throughout the week. And I think that me, me getting those experiences and getting to feel what that felt like is really, really going to help me, really, really help me moving forward. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Quarterback Skyler Thompson of the Miami Dolphins joining us. And uh, Skyler, you, you talked about it. Oh, you'll be lucky to make a practice squad. That's kind of what they told you. Well, you shined in the preseason. The team said, no, we got to give you a roster spot. And you're on the roster, and there you go, and you end up in a bunch of games. You start a playoff game. So, obviously, it's like a drug. You're going to want more. Mm-hmm. So, you're not going to want to be the number three again. You're going to want to be at least the number two. Well, mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel talked yesterday here at the Combine, because I'm in Indianapolis here covering the Combine, and he talked about how he's going to bring in some competition you know, for you. How much are you looking forward to that competition? Because now you're not just competing for a roster spot, a practice squad spot. Now you're going to get a little hungrier. You're going to want a little bit more of that slice of the pie. You're going to be competing against somebody else to move up on that roster. How, how much do you look forward to doing that? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the nature of the game. Um, I've always believed the, the more competition – there is the better it makes the team and you know that that excites me um because I love I love to compete I love competition and you know I wouldn't want any other way because I know that's going to bring the best out of me um but I'm going to approach this year just like I did last year as far as just control the things that I can control you know and and not not look to my left not look to my right not look what's behind me just just focus on what's in front of me and focus on where my feet are at and just being the best me that I can be every day being the best teammate the best leader um, the best quarterback that I can be every single day and just putting my best foot forward you know and I truly believe like I do that you know no matter what happens like 
good things are going to fall into place. And, uh, that, that, that excites me. And, um, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be looking forward to it. You know, I'm, I'm ready to, whenever the time comes to get back at it and, and get to get to compete, you know, and that, that's, that's going to be fun. Let's find out a couple of things that Skylar Thompson learned this season. First of all, I thought Teddy Bridgewater would be an incredible hard drive for Tua and yourself because you're, you're talking about a guy that's walking in with a boatload of starting, you know, experience. So what was the biggest lesson when you plugged in, you know, your USB port into that hard drive from Teddy Bridgewater? Give me the top lesson you learned from Teddy Bridgewater this year. Yeah, I mean, Teddy Teddy was a great asset um, to have around. And on top of that, I thought he was even a better person um, to me and mentor. Um, and he did a lot of things to help me, and he didn't really have to do that, you know. Um, but, you know, just, just spreading wisdom to, to me of what it takes to be an NFL quarterback, you know, how to be prepared uh, throughout the week, things to, to do to help your body feel good, to help your mind feel good going into a game. Um, I, I, I try to watch him as much as I possibly could because I knew, like you said, like he's a, it was, it was year nine for him. He's been in the league. He's had success. He's been around some of the greats, you know, Drew Brees for a while in, in New Orleans. Um, so he's been there and he's done it and he's seen it. And so I knew that was really important for me to, to really, really dissect what he did um, and, and use, use what I learned from him that I thought applied to me uh, to help me be the best quarterback that I possibly can be. So he was definitely a great asset for our whole quarterback room. I know Tua, Tua would, would, uh, would say some of the same things. Like he, he, just, he, he helped our whole room from his perspective and his understanding of the game and what he's experienced throughout his career. What did you learn most from that playoff game against the Bills about yourself? Yeah, you know, I, I I learned I learned a ton. You know, I was I was very proud of the way that I fought and the way that um, I competed. Um, there was obviously like some plays that I wish I could have back, um, but that's going to be every game. Um, but I think for me, it's just understanding like situational football and knowing when when is the right time to take a chance and when is the right time to to make the safe throw and just punt you know um i think that was the biggest takeaway for me is just uh, i felt like there was a couple times where i was trying to make a play um and and maybe trying to do too much and it put our team in in some tough situations and um you know but all of that is 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 great learning, you know, um, and, and, and saying that, like, we, we had a chance to win, you know, and I, there's nobody in this that I, I wanted to win that game so bad. And I did everything that I possibly could to do that. And walking off the field, I, I always like try to have that, that feeling of walking off the field, knowing like win or lose, I gave it everything I got. I was prepared. I competed and I, I did everything I could possibly do in my power to help the team win. And I had that feeling walking off the field and, you know, that, that's, that's a freeing feeling, you know, and just not having regrets. And, you know, sometimes things don't work out the way that you want them to, but that doesn't define 
doesn't define me as a winner or as a loser. You know, the scoreboard oh, no. doesn't always reflect reflect that. So I took some time after the season to really reflect on that and really think about that. Um, and like I said on, on multiple questions you asked, it's given me given me a lot of perspective and, and excitement for the future, for sure. You talked a little bit about, you know, you take you took some chances and then there's some plays you, you want to get back. But that's the real bitch of a quarterback is you can't be conservative either, especially yeah. in this league, because then you'll be at the end of the game going, you'll be regretting chances that you didn't take. And yeah. so if you don't have an aggressive mindset, you're toast in this league. You know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those balances that it, it's really difficult at your position more than any other position on the field. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, I mean, just like you said, win or lose the quarterback position, you're going to get more credit than you deserve when you win and you're going to get more blame for a loss than you probably deserve as well. But that's the nature of the position. And that's what I love about the position is I love that um, my teammates and there's so many people relying on me to do my job in order for us to win and that always excites me and ever since i was a little kid that's that's what i've i've loved so much about playing the position is i, I love that pressure i love the expectations um because there's 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 nobody that has higher expectations for me than myself and um you know that that's what makes it that's what makes it so fun that's what makes it so fun and and really um inspires me moving forward because at this position there's always things to learn from there's always things to build off of and there's always things to get better at and that that is what's exciting is there, there's always more there's always more you can tap into and always more you can get better at and that's what i'm really looking forward to tapping into this offseason really working at scholar this is my 33rd year covering the dolphins how old are you i'm 25 okay so as and I'm born and raised in South Florida. So as a South Florida lifelong resident fan of sports and obviously media member, but I'm, I'm the media member that tells you openly I root for the Dolphins, Marlins, Panthers, Heat, Canes, Inter Miami. I'm a hometown guy. So I want all my local teams to win. But I live with regrets, my brother. A couple yeah. of years ago, the Heat were in the bubble. Bam and Goron got injured. They were playing so well, they might have been able to beat the Lakers, you know? So I got to live with that. I got to live with some bad referees against the University of Miami and Ohio State, which I think they should have won the title then. You were really young at that time. But, <laughs> and then I got to live with fourth and one. And I got to tell you, dude, if you guys convert that fourth and one, and I know that there was a, a, a mis, you know, mismanagement on the sideline. They they thought it was uh, they thought it was third down and it was fourth down, and McDaniel got caught up in the play and they came in late and all that, and it became fourth and six. Fourth and one, dude. Yeah. If you convert that fourth and one, I feel like you're winning the game. Do Do you live with that same regret that I do? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be lying to you if I said no. Um, and I think everybody on our team would say the same thing. Right. Um, but it was, it was, it was, a, it was such a weird situation and there's no, there's no finger to point to blame any one person. Um, other than I will still to this day, I'll take full responsibility of it because, you know, I'm, I'm the leader of the huddle and 
commanding that thing. Um, but I will say our, our whole team thought we got a first down. And so even myself, I was already getting ready for the next first and 10 call. Um, you know, and I think that's what was taking place on the sideline as well. And then, okay, then it, it was saying that we were short. So then we were like, okay, they're going to measure it at least. But then, okay, now they're not. And now we're trying to switch personnel. Now we're trying to get a play call in. And it was, it was tough. Um, but, yeah, no, that – I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. You can always say this or say that. But it definitely felt like after I completed that, that third and ten – um to waddle on the sideline and we got a positive play to to get a good chunk that we are moving the ball in the right direction and that we're going to put ourselves in position to at least tie it you know so like i said hindsight's always 2020 um the best thing you know we can all do is just learn from that experience and you know just help prepare ourselves for the for the future if it ever presents itself again uh, let me talk about your charity before i do that the three games that you played against the bills this year in this era of where the Bills are at with Josh Allen, where the Dolphins have been, the Dolphins have never played the Bills that way. And mm. I feel like you could have been easily 3-0. and Because three weeks before, if he doesn't leave with, you know, if, if they were playing, you were playing lights out. And mm. that, I think you would have won three weeks before that. If, you know, mm-hmm. if stuff doesn't get derailed there either. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things that to me, when I start to look at this, you guys have really cut the gap. And that, you know, if luck is on your side this year and you can stay away from the damn injury bug, mm-hmm. I really like your chances, man, of, of winning this division and being a player in, in the in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 No, 100 percent. And, you know, that's that's one thing that we. We set our goals high at the beginning of the season and had high expectations and we wanted to we wanted to close the gap uh with that and you know we have a really good division i mean we got we got some really good teams that's very competitive um but you know we the 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 bills are a really a really good team um and we were just excited we were excited uh every time we we had the opportunity to play those guys because we knew it was we were going to get their best and that we were going to play our best. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's exciting for us moving forward because I think like what I was saying earlier, we got a taste of what that feels like. And, and knowing that, that if we, we prepare throughout the week and, and play disciplined football and play together and play Miami Dolphin football, we can, we can beat anybody, you know? And I think that was something very encouraging for us moving forward. Now the challenge is for us is to be consistent with that throughout the whole season. You know, obviously we had some ups and downs of win streaks, lose streaks, win streaks, lose streaks, you know, like we, we have to even that playing field out. And I think a lot of that just, just stems to us being consistent on a daily to day on a day to day basis. And, um, you know, not looking ahead, not looking behind and just focusing on one week at a time. By the way, Scott is going to have an event this Saturday. March 4th, a night with Skylar Thompson. You can join them out there. It's benefiting the Thompson Family Fund for Cancer Research at the Johnson Cancer Research Center. Uh, the tickets will include access into Goolsby's, includes the sports simulator and duck pin bowling, two drink tickets, dinner provided by the Cox Brothers Barbecue, silent auction, live music, meet and greet, of course, with Skylar. You can buy your tickets. 
They'll have an auction that night, obviously, which is all benefiting a great cause. And it'll all happen at Goolsby at 1212 Bluemont Avenue, Suite 130 in Manhattan, Kansas. Tell us why this means so much to you, my man. Yeah, well, um, you know, I've, I've shared my story quite a bit. And, you know, I, I still feel like I'm obviously getting, I'm still new to the Miami, the, the Dolphin community and the fan base. Uh, but yeah, just a brief background. Um, I lost my mother to breast cancer when I was a kid. Lost my grandfather to pancreatic cancer um, six months before her. Um, so I was, my life was really impacted uh, very early as a young kid by cancer. And, you know, two of the most influential people in my life at the time that I was very close with losing them. Um, man, it was, it was, it was, it was tough. And still to this day, 20 years later is, is really hard. Um, and I don't think, I don't think it'll ever get easier, you know? Uh, but as I've gotten older, I feel like I've gotten wiser and I've just learned how to, how to handle those feelings, how to handle those emotions and, and direct them towards the positive impact towards other people. And I truly believe that I was put through those things as a kid to, to spread love and have an impact on the community around me. And that, that's why I'm so open about sharing my story. Um, it, it's not for a sense of wanting people to feel sorry for me or, you know, all that type of stuff. Like I truly, I believe, you know, I know so many people in this world have been impacted by cancer in some way. And if I can share my story, and it can give one little kid in the community, no matter where they're at, some hope that you can still accomplish your goals. You can still accomplish your dreams throughout such a traumatic experience of losing a parent. And that, that's, what, that's what keeps me going every day is, is hoping and praying that I can, I can have an impact on, on someone in this world and give them life, give them hope that there are better days ahead. And so I teamed up with, with the Johnson Cancer Research Center out of K-State where I went to college and opened up a fund that benefits their research center. Uh, so basically all the money that we raise is, it, it goes directly to the research center. And um, like we give, last year we gave out a scholarship to two students that, that work in the center and then a professor as well. And then also any type of equipment, anything they need to assist their research, like that's what the money's for. And so I'm very passionate about it. It's, it's a very exciting, very awesome experience um, and event we got going on. It, it, it's a really cool deal. It's really cool uh, to have going on. And what I also want to touch on is we have a, a silent auction going yes, on. on Saturday. Um, yeah, we have a silent auction. And, it, and you can access the silent auction through my Instagram link. Um, and it doesn't matter, even if you're in Miami or wherever you're at listening to this, um, you can access and bid on the silent auction items from wherever you're at during that time. And we're going to have an Xavier Howard signed jersey. We have a Tyreek Hill signed football helmet. We have Tua uh, signed a football. So we have some Dolphins players that have contributed, which means means the world to me. Um, and, and so, yeah, so just tune in. Even if you can't make it, you know, you can donate as well from that link on my Instagram. Um, you know, and it, I'm not asking for much, you know, just whatever you're willing to contribute, whether it's 50 cents or $500, whatever the case may be, it's all going to a great cause. Um, and, it, and it means a lot to me. Uh, listen, um, everybody's been affected by cancer one way or another. We know a friend, we have a family member. So, and it's good that you talk about it because that 
that inspires others to deal, you know, with that adversity the same way. So you're you're an inspiration too in the process because I think I think we need to see other people kind of go through the same thing and see how they handle it because some people may not be handling it the right way mm-hmm. and they may not be able to find the courage or the strength to move on in the in you know in the proper fashion and if you're showing it or somebody else is doing it then they build strength from that so you know kudos yeah. to you man yeah thanks all about you know okay. it's uh, and by the way thank you for taking some time with us and talking a little Dolphins football, man. We really appreciate it. And how about this? This is probably your first interview where you didn't get two questions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in, in a way, yeah, it has. It has. Yeah. Been. Yeah. 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 I figured we'd do a Skyler Thompson interview. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. kind of what we did today. Skyler, thanks for taking some time, man. Wish you the best in the charity. We'll continue to plug it here on the show over the next couple of days so we can get people to participate and go to Skyler Thompson's Instagram page so you can find out more and take part of it. Even if you're not in the Manhattan, Kansas area, you can still donate all throughout the country and, and help out a former Finn fighting for a current Finn fighting for a challenge out there that we're all trying to beat. Bro. Mm-hmm. We, we need to eliminate that C word from our lives, dude. Yeah. God. Would be really, really nice. Skyler, thank you for taking some time and appreciate yep. it. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. There you go. Skyler Thompson, man. Great interview. Appreciate the young man. 